Before we get started, I just wanted to thank all the daddies out there, because to an extent, this isn't my show, it's our show, and the response has been just outstanding. I hope this one hour a week gives you a break, it chills you out, and it improves your life. And if you're new, welcome in. If you've been a listener, you know the drill. Today we're talking about a guy who sat and shit on a Delta flight, a dopehead who flew... <laughs> Fucking a dope head who fell through the ceiling of a Waffle House. Oh my God, you're in for a treat. The secret menu at 7-Eleven, and we get into a fat stack of listener mail. We're also going to check back in with our buddy Bill Big Toilet. Live from Los Angeles, woo, California, you're tuned into Power Moves. Sing it, Rich. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rockin' a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Natty lied with no clasp. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah! Somebody give me an oh hell yeah! Hey guys, it is your boy Mike Burns, and with me as always is B Dubs Brooks Whelan in the his house. Yeah, it's me, Brooks. I'm it's, here. <laughs> I'm talking. It's me, Brooks. It's me. I'm doing something on my phone. I apologize. Brooks, you wore your best shirt for the show today. I'm promoting my shows in St. Louis over Thanksgiving as we speak. If you live in St. Louis, uh, you can go check out uh, Brooks in on the helium helium comedy club all right sorry comedy i just was uh brooks you're literally trying to do your thing right now yeah i'm literally promoting uh, you have no shirt on and you're promoting shows in st louis in jean shorts right now brooks how has your day been uh it's been good i woke up oh my god i had an 81 dollar sandwich it's it's been quite a morning here. Well, this all happens before <laughs> this all happens before you got up. Right. Well, uh, I'm up. I just don't like to come out of my room because of crippling anxiety and my fear of facing the world. So, okay, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm, you know, the the, uh, the elections happened last night. I was over at our friend Eric Andres. He had a lot of beers. So I, I yeah, me and Brooks voted. We voted so fucking hard. We voted. We voted, we voted all the, the way. Fuck out of it. Uh, and I uh, went over there and we got drunk. Came home, went to bed around like midnight or one and then woke up hungover and i was like you know what i'm gonna get that sandwich that i like that's not healthy for me which which is not a healthy sandwich but i'm like you know what i'm hungover i want that sandwich i'm gonna drive what is that sandwich brooks we've talked about it before but crab let's... meat i get the crab meat sandwich uh -huh. at which which it's gotta have it's gotta be like 2500 calories it's fake crab meat and mayo and then you get extra mayo on it spicy mayo on spicy it. spicy mayo yeah. on top of the mayo based salad it's disgusting i'm getting gro i'm getting grossed out even thinking about it but then I go, I'm like, I'll go pick it up. It's only like a mile and a half away. I park my car. I run out. I've already ordered online. Grab it. Come back out. The lady just started writing me a ticket. And uh, <laughs> tickets, parking tickets in LA are different. They're like they're like someone's whole paycheck in it's, a small it's town. It's $73. <laughs> oh, it was $73. I was parked there less than less than 60 seconds. I was like, ma'am, I just ran it out. And she was like, I already started typing. And I'm sure that this woman gets just blown up on all the time. So I sure. was like... 
yeah, I'm not going to. You can't do anything about it. I was it. just like, all right, all right. And then she went to put it on my, um, I was standing next to her, waiting to get into my car. And she went to put it on my windshield and go, just fucking hand it to me. <laughs> That's the only snappy thing I said. I was like, just fucking give it to me. I like, think I think those parking attendants or parking, what are they, parking parking people? I don't know, park bitches. Park bitches. Parking what, bitches. Yeah, if you take that job, that shows. I mean, it, if you really need the money, I understand, but it is coming with a cost. Yeah, to you. you're gonna, you will die a decade earlier from sadness and stress. There is this big, dumb, tubby, shaved head guy that I see around town who is a a, a parking dude, and one day he gave me two tickets in like three hours. Mm-hmm. He, he, I didn't move my because I already had a ticket. So I didn't move my car. So I'm like, well, might as well just leave it. Okay. He came back and gave me another ticket while I was at work. I went outside and lit into him so bad. Right. I took a piece of paper. I wrote a ticket for being a fucking asshole. And I went and I put it on his car while he was writing. (laughs) That's that's a power move. That's a power move. And I, I would say a good year to two years later. I pulled up next to this guy at a stop at a red light <laughs> and I waved to him and yeah. I, I got the window, the window sign, put, put your window down. He yeah. put his window down and I just put my middle finger. I go, fuck you. I hope you fucking die. <laughs> okay, and then okay. I rolled up the window and drove away. And I, yeah, I, that's I'm a just, tough, that's a tough job, but I mean, it's what, it's literally what you're at. It's what you get. It's like you, you got that job. If you don't like that job, get a different fucking job. Well, it's, it's, this guy in particular gloats and will laugh in your face. He is a notorious Los Feliz uh, parking dude. Piece who, of trash. Who lo- he wears like the Oakley sunglasses, Ugh, like yeah. a real badass. Yeah. And if, if, you, if you say anything, he, he fucking laughs and he goes, too bad, tough shit. You know, it just right. rubs it in. And then you got to pay 80 bucks because... Some guy wants to be a dick. It's and he definitely has a small wiener. Re- Your wiener has to be just like tic tac size. Remember if the you're first. A, that remember the first employment. Yeah. Remember the first like parking ticket you got in LA because in Iowa they're like six dollars. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, I got a parking ticket. And I was like, seventy two dollars. Holy fucking! Sh- what the fuck? It's insane. It's nuts. And you don't learn. You no, get them all the time. I don't get them all the time. I but, you, but I mean, let's say you get two a year. That's all the time at eighty dollars a piece. It's nuts. I was like, well, the sad part was like, I could have had the sandwich delivered. And I was like, you know what? I'm trying to save some money. I'll save an extra three mm. bucks. It's only a mile and a half away. Seventy three dollars. Unfucking real so for dumb. a sandwich that you shouldn't have been eating in the. No, first I place. know. I think it was the nail in the coffin of me being like, fuck that place. Let's get into some more. Trying to do my thing. Yeah, what, what has been your thing? You had a, you and I switched weekends this weekend. We you did. left and I held down the fort. We did. I, I had a, a great weekend. I went out to Palm Springs and my thing of the week was spending three days in a pool and not leaving. Swim trunks, beers, pool, grilled shit. That's it. It's great. Yeah. Palm Springs is the best. You know what, Brooks? You're going to be so mad. What? The house that I stayed at didn't have red zone. So I had to watch full football games. Oh, really? I watched the full LA Rams game. And it. Uh, I have to apologize to you, Brooks. It was a delight. It's so fun. It's so much less it's, anxiety. Yeah, no, it's slow paced. You care. You're involved. Uh-huh. Yeah, red zone is, anx- is just fucking crippling anxiety. I know, but it's an addiction that I can't, oh, man, I I can't, can't quit. I can't, can't quit. stand red zone. I want to talk about... Uh, 
Um, well, can I say what happened while you were gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. went up. Jeff Ross, uh, comedian, um, had the a party. Roast Master General. Yeah, he's got a really, he's got a really <laughs> cool house. Sure. Uh, he had a party, and I went up, and um, everyone was rocking and rolling. I took mushrooms, which uh, I don't often do, but I did. And mm-hmm. uh, I gotta say, that's my new thing. It was the most fun ever. I just chilled mm-hmm. in a chair and watched the party for like two hours. Yeah. Mushrooms are great. If you get a nice controlled small dose. I was, yeah, it was and me you and have my, caplets. You have those caplets. Um, you have little plastic caplets, capsules. Yeah, but these weren't even them. Somebody else gave me some mushrooms. They were, it was my friend Carlos. And uh, so it was me and Carlos were on mushrooms and everyone else is like wasted. I had, I poured myself a glass of wine and I never like, I had, I just had it in my hand all night. Right. Cause you don't want to drink. You're just like so in the zone. But I remember like telling my one friend, I told like, uh, um, like Kevin Barnett, I was like, dude, everybody's nuts. And he's like, you're sitting alone in the corner. You're the one who's nuts. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. You don't need other people. Yeah. All your friends are in your head. It was so fun. It was like, I was in a cartoon. It was really great. It was the like most fun Saturday night I've had like in a long time. You know what is, was a real close call Brooks is, uh, uh, Melissa takes some sort of, I don't know, some sort of uh, supplement every day Mm -hmm. for tummy or whatever. And you gave me one of those mushroom caps. Yeah, my friend makes mushroom like tab. Well, it like, looks capsules. exactly like those. And I put it on the dresser right. to bring with me to Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. And Melissa almost was like, how did this get out of my pill bottle? And almost put that back in, which means like maybe two months from now or next week or Tuesday, she would have taken that in the morning oh, and then went to work and <laughs> not known she was on a full fucking dose of mushrooms. And it was so close. Oh. And I said, I said, Hey, what happened to that, that pill that was, that was on my dresser, on our dresser. Yeah. It's just, our dresser. my friend just crushes up mushrooms and puts them in caps. And she, and she goes, Oh, I thought that was one of, one of mine. I just threw it in my purse. I go, you're going to need to find that <laughs> yeah. and separate it oh, from man. your healthy pills so that, is, that you don't get fired. I would be so funny. She would have gone to the hospital. Cause if you don't know, you took mushrooms and you just start tripping. You're right. like, you, I'm, I'm going to go, I need to go to the hospital. You think you're going to die. Um, we, uh, we recorded episode seven on uh on halloween and that night i went to uh my favorite murder as a guest of georgia Hartstark. if you know she's georgia and karen are uh, queens of podcasting we are just little small potatoes compared to them they, yeah, they sold out the microsoft theater and then uh great great show those two are just a delight and, and such such cool people me and the pop man and our ladies went to Lucky Strike afterwards mm-hmm. and drank a bunch of whiskey because Potman loves whiskey. I like whiskey, but I'm not usually allowed. But if the no, Potman's you're, you're not allowed. If whiskey. the Potman's around, then uh, you know, just have a couple so he doesn't feel lonely about it. We wake up in the morning and had forgotten that uh, uh, the building we're living in, our apartment building, is being sold. And I walk out at oh, nine a.m. So rude. There's a real. There's a there's a bunch of workers and and this this uh, and our realtor who's selling the building uh, with his British accent is all up in my face and I've got my sleep mask on and I'm in my underpants. You freaked out on it. You here's here's let me give my point of view. Turn your fucking phone off. Oh, uh, well, I need that for later. Um, 
So, okay, so I had a chill Halloween night. I hung out with Nikki T and I watched Hocus Pocus and we smoked weed and it was it was a it was a delight. It was very fun. And so I'm just chilling out at home and then you and Melissa like kick the door in and then go straight to bed. Came and in real hot. Came in real directly hot. to bed. That's and, how you know. Uh, and then like whiskey. I'm up in the morning and um, these guys come in. You like storm out. You start yelling at these people. You go it, Here's what you said. It was nine in the morning. You go, it's like me waking you up at six in the morning, four, four in the morning. And I was like, Burns, it's nine in the morning. You look like a piece of trash being angry. Someone woke you up at nine in the it's morning. It's my fucking apartment. Yeah, but we knew about that for weeks, man. I don't give a shit. That doesn't going to change the fact that I'm going to come be just blaring hot. When yeah, I but- see a guy in my goddamn bedroom opening the door and I've got my... I'm in my underpants. Yeah, but you're making me look like a dick because then I'm out here trying to talk to him. Like, we're really sorry. I'm like, I didn't have no problem with any of this. I apologize. To be fair, I, I gave a very sincere apology. We, we made up and he, sure. he understood. I, and, and so I, I wouldn't have told that story, nice. Mike. That's not a nice story. It's a bad power move. It's a bad power move. I'm not ashamed of that. You're a someone's in my fucking house at 9 a.m., I am crabby as a bitch. Yeah, no, you're crabby if someone's in here before noon. Yeah, don't like noises. You I don't like it. I got I got you're, you're really just airing all your what's wrong with you as a roommate right now. Well, Brooks, we could put get the laundry list out. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> we could get out the Tasmanian devil, Brooks. Long, <laughs> long list that will never stop. I never like I, I like I like noise. I like rocking. Brooks likes to kick the door in at 4 a.m. <laughs> no, never. Oh, that never happens. <laughs> Crank up the red hot chili peppers like no one's asleep. That happened yesterday at at like three in the <laughs> afternoon. I put on Californication. Here's a, it, yeah, but you know, it was awesome. But, you know, that was that's normal. Um, Melissa got like 40 bags of chips for her birthday and uh, bad at weed. B-dubs got high and ate two whole bags in one sitting. That is our final tale. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. It's, a, it's just a little tiny uh, doing tr- my thing, but I've never seen anyone eat two like large bags of chips in a two hours. Well, two I've hour tried span. to stop like drinking beer, and so I've switched over to weed, which just means and, I watch TV. Shrooms. Yeah, it's great and uh, it's healthier. <laughs> it, it's healthier unless you eat two bags of chips while you watch The Incredibles too. <laughs> Oh, you did have Incredibles 2 on. Yeah, I bought it. I didn't rent Incredibles 2. I bought it. You bought it on my iTunes account. <laughs> what we had to talk about. We had to discuss, you know, that's a $20 Incredibles 2 purchase. And it's not a, It's not an episode of Nathan for you for three ninety five or something. We're getting into uh, into two $10 bills worth. I, yeah, I could yeah just of a it. movie that you don't want to see. Yeah, but to be fair, Brooks, I watched it and it was fucking great. It's really fun. Let's check in with our buddy, Bill Big Toilet. Uh, he sent his Halloween videos in to us too late for them to be on the program. So uh, we're going to just uh, check them out now. Okay, so this is from Halloween. Kids be all like, trick or treat. Toilet be like, open the door. This is the toilet. The toilet don't do no candy. Get the fuck out of here. Tell your mommy I got some meat stick for her. <laughs> Trademark toilet ink. So... T- he trademarked it. Trademark I give him that. Toilet ink. So I don't got no I don't candy. Think, I don't think Big Toilet knows how trademarks work necessarily. Well, it clearly he's got toilet ink. So let's just break this down. Mm-hmm. He allow he answers the door on Halloween. Right. And then says, I I want to bone your mom. I ain't got no candy for you, but I want to put my penis in your mom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Actually, that's, you know that's, not, that's the big toilet content everyone's that's everyone actually craves. tame. I like that. That was funny. Pretty tame. Yo, iPodders, it's the toilet. Hey, it's Halloween, bitches. 
If you got your kids out trick-or-treating before 8 o'clock, fuck you and fuck pumpkin. Hashtag. So he's hashtagged that. <laughs> Wait, so so he he puts the hashtag at the end. Hashtag nothing. Though. He puts it at the end. Yeah. Um, he also fuck you, Burns. Hashtag. He hates pumpkin. Yeah, he doesn't like pumpkins. Me that. for the new listeners, pumpkin is me. He hates that. Uh, anyone, to, anyone who brings their kids out before eight p.m. Well, yeah, you got to do it late. Well, the, now they trick or treat before it gets dark. Right. So it's safe. Yeah. Pumpkin. Uh, not pumpkin. <laughs> Buddy Bill Big Toilet, I don't think, is really concerned with children's safety. No, 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 no. He's not. Yo, peeps, it's the toilet. Toilet been doing good. Been to the gym a little bit. Been eating buffalo and rice, and chicken stock, and eggs. Lots and lots of eggs. Oh. Probably two dozen eggs a day. That seems excessive. Egg whites. Been blowing it up. Been taking fiber gummies, all the fiber gummies good as a motherfucker. I've been killing it. Employees are hating me. Matter of fact, I really, really, really wish I could sit on Pumpkin's face and just unleash a fury, a fury of my nasty ass stank bombs. What? Be so money. Oh my god. Fuck Pumpkin. What is happening? Okay, so all right, I gotta. He, he's out of control. Well, here's the thing is that Big Toilet. We're giving him a platform. Big Toilet loves to uh, eat excessive amounts of fiber gummies and food that makes him gassy on purpose. Okay. On purpose. So that he farts all day at work and just disgusts everyone. He's the worst person I've ever heard of. <laughs> he's such a piece of trash and you're giving him a platform to be, ba- to be worse. You know what? We need to know that people like this are out. Out there in the world, and, and maybe you can learn how to deal with them. No, I don't know, man. I think we got to suspend toilet for like a few episodes. Sorry, Brooks. We got one more. Oh, my God. Listen here, you hop-headed hippies. It's the toilet. And the toilet say, if you don't listen to power moves, then fuck you. Nah, what? just kidding. <laughs> I can't listen to those two fucks talk for la- for more than five minutes either. Just fast forward to the toilet section where there's actually a little bit of entertainment. The rest of that shit you can just toss out. All right, have a good day, you hop-headed fuckers. <laughs> okay, so. is he typing these out? These are that one's pretty eloquent. Well, that one he had a fake laugh and everything. He he yeah, that seems like he he put some effort into it. He put some effort it's into that. It's at nighttime. One. He made a work on that all day. Yeah, he did, these aren't driving while he's making perps. He's like he's like in a different room, being like, "What can I say that'll get on?" What is wild about that is that. He's he's telling the list you guys the daddies to not listen to the, the daddies <laughs> only listen to the toilet section, which you know what? it's probably not the best thing for me to play on the show. No, but it's not it's not wrong. You gotta have you gotta have haters on too. Gotta have haters on. Yeah, I mean haters are what make you great. The daddies you gotta be hated. If you're not hated, you're not great. Yeah, we we were saying before if, if people started protesting this podcast, it would probably help the podcast. Oh, sure, sure it would. I mean, get the optics up. Yeah. Let's get into some power news you can use. The power news you can use, daddy. So there's some McDonald's customers in Florida who are suing for $5 million over unwanted quarter pound cheese. What? There's uh, at McDonald's in Fort Lauderdale. This is where they filed the 
the uh, the lawsuit for Lauderdale. Speaking of which, just a heads up, we just saw Barry Rothbart walk back and forth in front of our window on his phone. He hasn't texted me back in three days. He lives above me. Oh, this is... Okay, Brooks, you derailed us, but I have to talk about it now. <laughs> okay. Barry, Barry Rothbart is a comedian and actor and a friend of ours who lives upstairs oh, in lives our building. Above us. And, and he- Brooks constantly badgers him with texts about things that he finds important and Barry does not. So Barry just ignores the texts, even though we see him walk by multiple times we're, a day. We're, we're working on a movie together. <laughs> We're writing a movie together. And I'm like, hey, are you, can you hang out and like work on the movie? And he's like, I'm busy. And then we see him sitting in his car. It's wild. I think he hides in his car. I, I uh, Yesterday, <laughs> I thought he was watching porno. I was like, what are you doing? Why would you just sit in your car just watching something on your phone if it wasn't porno that you were hiding from everyone else? I don't know. But yeah, it's not like I'm badgering him for nothing. I'm like, yo, yo, let's work on that movie. And he's like, I'm busy. I'm like, I see. I can see <laughs> you're, you. You're hanging out in your car. In yeah. Front of All right. Sorry. Go on with the power news you can use. All right. So the point is, is that McDonald's uh, in Florida, or these multiple locations, they offer a quarter pounder with cheese and not a quarter pounder without cheese, mm-hmm. right? So you've got to say, I want a quarter pounder without cheese, but then it still costs you the same as a quarter pounder with cheese. The same thing goes for a double quarter pounder. Okay. So they claim that that's unfair and they don't display the, the, the other quarter pounder without cheese on the menu. And these people who are obviously... Huge pieces of trash are suing McDonald's for $5 million. $5 million because they want no cheese on their quarter pound? What, are they getting healthy? They want to be able to pay less if they want no cheese. They feel that they're unfairly being being treated. The lawsuit claims the plaintiffs have suffered injury as a result of their purchases because they were overcharged and were required to pay for cheese, which is not a component of either a quarter pounder or a double quarter pounder that they did not want and did not receive. The McDonald's spokesman told USA Today that the company does not believe the claims in the lawsuit have legal merit. No shit. The advertised quarter pounder burger comes with cheese. We try to accommodate our customers' requests by allowing them to customize their orders, such as the quarter pounder with no cheese. I'm going to do the person's voice who probably was like, Hey, hey, Mike, I have a really good idea. I, I think... You know, well, you know how we have the quarter pounders that I've been watching what I eat lately? Well, I decided I get no cheese on it, right? Uh-huh. And they they still charge me for the cheese. Oh, no. So I've got to sue him for $5 million. I wish you'd sue, bro. Do you want to get in on this? Oh, yeah, Sweet I want to get in on this action. Oh, okay, hold on. I got to eat something really quick. My blood sugar's going down. Yeah, I'll eat something, too. I got, a, I got a retired lawyer who just moved across the street. He wants to get in. Ask him a wedding cake. I'm going to go eat on the freezer. Uh, these, people, these people are fucking just garbage. <laughs> yeah, but what I want to discuss is this is a power move a because power move. fuck McDonald's. Oh, people, if, yeah. Fuck I, McDonald's. I like McDonald's. I think it's delicious. But I don't give a fuck if McDonald's gets sued for $5 million. I wish they were sued them for $200 billion. Uh, it just be just be dynamite. You know these, whatever mouth breathers are fucking doing this lawsuit, $5 million, they'd be dead in a year. Oh, my god! They'd gosh. be dead. They'd have oh. 85 trampolines and 45 above-ground pools. Oh, it'd be great. Um, you know, talk about a power movie, The Founder. Yeah. 
I like that movie. The movie The Founders about uh, Roy Kroc, or Ray Kroc, the Ray dude Kroc. Who, who bought the McDonald's Brothers business and fucking ran it him out of business. He's just a massive He's asshole. He's the worst person of all time. Yeah, a, we've talked but, about it before. It's a power movie. In order to be so supremely successful at something you have to do some bad shit oh he's yes. you can't be the number one fast food restaurant in the world and build that with your fucking bare hands without ripping off and stealing and doing horrible horrible things absolutely and ray Kroc absolutely does do that just the worst let's get into our next story i was literally in it man sits in feces on delta flight Go, oh my god no <laughs> i like delta uh, Delta's all right, but I mean they're all Delta's my, they're all shit. Well, Delta's what I fly the most. Sure. When I have medallions, it's, I'm a medallion member. Right. On you fly all the time. Delta. Uh, I, I'm very excited that this is in the Detroit Free Press. Anything from Michigan, super pumped for. Delta has apologized after a Michigan man sat in feces left behind by a service dog last week. Bay City resident, shout out to Bay City, Michigan, baby. Resident Matthew Meehan had already sat down on his flight from Atlanta to Miami on November 1st when he realized that the feces was all over his seat and the surrounding floor. Oh, my gosh. I was literally in it, he said. Meehan said he asked flight attendants for help cleaning up, but they only provided two paper towels and a little bottle of Bombay, Bombay Sapphire gin. That's a long flight. No, that's not a long flight. Atlanta to Miami's not that bad. Right, but basically they gave him two paper towels to clean up the shit with, and then it was like, hey, uh, here's a bottle of gin. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, my gosh. Here you go. Here's a little... Uh, yeah, well, here's what happened is they gave him two paper... to clean it? Are you cleaning it with the gin like it's alcohol? I don't know. Because who uh, who wants just gin on a flight? Also, I don't want to clean with gin. Everything's going to reek. It's not like vodka. It's going to reek. You're going like, to reek like dog like shit and gin. Dog shit and pine needles. <laughs> oh, my God. He cleaned himself up and the seat as best he could. When he spoke to a manager, she was dismissive and asked what his problem was. I had to step back for a moment and say, <laughs> all right, keep your composure. You do not want to be one of those people you see on the news getting kicked off a plane Meanwhile, I'm covered in feces. <laughs> Detroit told, well, told Detroit's WXYZ. Dude, that guy, that is awesome. That he had to be like, all right, well, I do not want to be like the Asian dude that the fucking United people Kimmy, smashed his face. Kimmy. <laughs> Which is Kimmy. one of the funniest. Where, you know, uh, this is just so, a you throwback so to that story where they pulled that old Asian man off a flight and they showed his tummy and then they let him back on and he just like gripped the curtains and he'd go on Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. <laughs> I'd almost rather be punched in the face on a flight than have to sit and dog shit the whole time. Oh my gosh. And, and I can't handle that. I can't handle that, man. I'm going to, I'm going to barf. I'm going to barf. You're already smelling shit coming out of the bathroom. Now you're sitting in dog oh shit. Oh my God. It's fucking so poor guy from Bay city, Michigan, man. That's I, I'm really proud of him for stepping back and being like, okay, do not be one of the guys who gets thrown off the point uh i'm very i'm very excited for this next next story Bruce. okay underwear clad man falls through waffle house ceiling in alabama yes i don't even know what's gonna happen but i, I have this. the video that we can we're gonna watch after we get through it brooks okay, okay, and okay. you are i didn't show it to you this morning yeah. i watched it in my bedroom <laughs> okay. over and over and over again okay. giggling with delight but not too loud because if brooks hears loud <laughs> laughing he needs to know what it is yeah i'm curious <laughs> i didn't want you to see it yet yeah i saved it i saved it okay a Birmingham man fell through the ceiling of a Waffle House restaurant during an apparent theft attempt on Sunday. Man was only wearing a shirt and underwear when he fell through the ceiling into the dining room of the restaurant at the corner of US 43 and 72 in 
Tuscumbia, Alabama. Okie doke. I'm sure that's a real chill place to live. Several patrons patrons and workers captured the bizarre incident on cell phone videos. He was high as a kite, said Tuscumbia Police Chief Tony Logan. Oh, boy. So what he does, Brooks, is he plans on robbing the place. So he enters. He wants to enter the restaurant's office through the ceiling, but accidentally fell into the dining area. He goes in the bathroom. And these got, are 24 hours, right? Yeah. He, this is daytime. Oh, this is daytime? Daytime. Okay. So he goes, this is daytime drugs. Okay. This is some dumb fucking dope head. He goes into the bathroom at the Waffle House. He takes his pants off. He ties the door to the sink in order to keep it so no, so no one can open it. I guess it swung open the other way. Otherwise, he's also on so many fucking drugs. Yeah. He probably doesn't know. And then he thinks he's going to climb through the ceiling and then get into the office and steal whatever riches are in this <laughs> in this Waffle yeah, House. Yeah. The fucking Aladdin treasure in there. So he falls from the ceiling. People see this starting to happen. People freak out. They try and stop him. He uh, runs to an apparent getaway car that was driven by an accomplice. Someone else is in on this. Oh, my God. Someone else. They thought this would be a quick smash and grab. This is two brains. Oh, my God. (laughs) Two brains thought of this. Okay. Uh, then they, uh, the, the police sergeant gets in his patrol vehicle, uh, sees him around the time that uh, officers are all showing up and they chase him down. The guy pulls into the woods and his car gets stuck and yeah. he gets arrested. Okay. But we have the video and uh, I implore okay. you to watch this afterwards. Right, here we go. Just the audio is, 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 is right, quite, hear hit, quite fantastic. Hit play, baby. So they know he's in the ceiling? Holy fucking shit. Oh my god. You don't fuck with you do not fuck with Waffle House. Holy shit, it turns into a crazy brawl. It's meth strength. They've locked the door so he can't get out. He gets a stool and tries to bash the door open. What is happening? This is... Oh, my God. Just let him go. It's a Waffle House. For like another minute, but he's uh, nowhere near where the office would be. He went the wrong way. He's in the middle of the restaurant, and when the ceiling starts to crack, is why someone has a cell phone pointing at it. They go, "There's something in the ceiling." People are freaking out. Someone goes, "Something in the ceiling," and then the one lady says, "Everyone, calm down. It's probably just a maintenance man." And then he just busts through it. It's a big dude in a tank top. Yeah, and he goes berserk like a yeah. fucking. It is a, it's like, a deer that got stuck. Someone's in a like, house. "Don't let him leave," and it's like, "Well, he gonna leave." They tr- someone tries to block the door. Yeah. So uh, her name is Cindy or something. That was crazy. And the dude just blasts through it. Yeah. What? Look that up. Uh, Waffle House uh, in Alabama. Just uh, Waffle House through ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. Man, you're gonna, you are in for a treat. It's really dynamite. I really enjoyed that. That was nuts. 
Time to go to the Power Sports uh, n- newsroom. Is it a newsroom? Does the Power Sports have their own Yeah, we have, we've got a room over here for the Power, Power Sports newsroom for sure. The mighty gridiron. Uh, so we're, we're boy, I'm really, uh, we're going to dissect this today. Brooks is Mark Davis's haircut, a power move or not? No, 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 no. Mark of the Los Angeles. Mark Davis's Mark Davis's haircut is, it looks like he gave it to himself when he was one and a half (laughs) and he was just like this one forever. (laughs) Like he did it to himself. It looks like parents have to go get it fixed. at Bullrick's. Yes. Mark Davis, who's the owner of the Raiders has a haircut that like people would put on Jimmy Kimmel. It's like my daughter gave herself a haircut. Like somebody got into the scissors. That's what Mark Davis's hair looks like. like. Someone gave their someone patch kid. It's a haircut. (laughs) That's what it looks like is a little kid. Like I gave, I gave David a haircut. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, Oh oh, oh." yeah, it's, it's startling. Sorry, but it is like startling how bad his hair is. It's, it's shocking. But then it, you look at but his is dad. Is it a power move? No, it's not a power move. It is a is, fucking. Is it a bad power move? It, there's something wrong with that guy. There's something mentally not there. It it's not a power move. It's just somebody should step in and be like, hey, hey, man, like, like, is he just like, like a? Is he mentally ill? He's got to be because you know you, you see a mentally ill person sometimes on the street and their hair is whacked out of control it's because they did a, they they're they're sick and they it makes them that's why i don't think it's i don't poorly. think it's a power move i think he's just mentally ill i think he's crazy as balls his dad was crazy yeah but his dad but the thing i like about his dad his dad drafted bo jackson to play football. sure so i'm like okay al jackson did something cool this guy gave john gruden a hundred million dollars and then traded away fucking what's his name <laughs> sack mcgee oh, for chucky, the bears chucky grant chucky john gruden is uh is bonkers too. <laughs> oh man, you got two. Lo- it's like it's like if one crazy person was like, I know someone a little less crazy, and I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, not a power move. What do you think? Do you think it's a power move? I don't know. Books. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it up on the Instagram Power Moves podcast, so the daddies can vote. Okay, that's great. That's we're a good gonna, idea. We're going to do a vote. We're going to decide. And next week, tune in to see if it's a power move or not. Right. I, I think no. I vote no. Oh, boy. If you don't know who Mark Davis is. You are uh, in for a You are treat. in for a treat that a person is walking around like this. Not just a person. A, like multi, a giant millionaire owner of a sports franchise. Like I would get it if he worked as a Kmart greeter. <laughs> Like, and Kmart doesn't even have greeters. Like they were just like, I don't know, let them let them talk to people when they come in. And yeah, people... Mark is just the slow kid who works there. Hey, yes. Mark, hi. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. Like the the like that Brandon Dassey kid from Making a Murder. Brandon Dassey. Yeah. Yeah. He would look at him and be like, "Dude, pull it together." <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's get into some power foods. Okay. Oh, uh, we have a very very exciting segment uh, today. And, and, and it could go on and on. We're gonna. We're, this is going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Our friend Scott Bowser uh, at Scott underscore Bowser on Instagram. Scott Bowser, great, great dude. I used when I was living here a while ago. We would watch all the L.A. Kings games. Huge Kings fan. Well, he has acquired a job at Seven Eleven. Awesome. He is working at fucking Seven Eleven, and with this guy, you can go look at his Instagram to get a peep at at homeboy. And uh, he's the best. Yeah, it's going to make a lot more sense. Scott, do you think Scott just got a job at 7-Eleven because it's funny? I don't know what Scott does. Didn't he work in an office? Wasn't he like a, 
a, an accountant or something. Dude, I have no idea. Neither I do I. We just talk about the Kings. I think at some point he moved out to uh, Arizona and, and, and was in. Oh, I think he bought a house a compound, in Arizona or something like living that. Living on a compound or something. I don't know. Secret I haven't compound. seen Scott in a minute. But so you came back and you're like, Bowser's working at 7-Eleven. I was like, what? That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he hit me up. He's working at a 7-Eleven and he has given us the secret menu at 7-Eleven. You know, like In-N-Out Burger, mm-hmm. a lot of places, or even McDonald's. They all have these little secret tw- tricks. Yeah. Um, uh, Paul Danke gave me the McDonald's secret menu on my podcast. Yes. Know. It's fascinating. Yeah. It, it opens your eyes up to a whole new diet. Yeah, he's experience. like, oh, yeah, you can do whatever you want with our ingredients. So... All right. Across the land, if you know the right wink, nod, or handshake, a culinary delight is available at many establishments, and 7-Eleven is no different. This is oh, Scott writes this. Many try and few fail as the condiment bar is always open. So the power food number one at uh, 7-Eleven is the deluxe spicy pizza. Go ahead and order the cheese pizza, but tell them you want it first. Take that bad boy to the condiment bar and load it with pico de gallo, jalapenos, and chili peppers, then tell them to throw it in the oven. They might charge you an extra dollar, but cool people will appreciate the hustle. Whoa, it's a great idea. Because the condiments are free. Yeah. So you make like, get that spice going. Get yeah. those jalapenos on there. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great. That is a great, great power move. What a great power move. Yeah. I want that pizza first. Yeah. Give me it. I'm going to make it pizza my first. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Good, great job. Power food number two, buffalo chicken roller on a hot dog bun. It's simple. They have these chicken logs that look like hot dogs and sit on the same fucking rollers. Take one of those bad Oscars and ask for a bun to go with it. Load it like your favorite dog and you just slammed one into the upper deck. Whoa. Great. Also great writing, Scott. Yeah. He put effort into this. Really good. Yeah. He could have just told me what they were, Mm -hmm. but I appreciate a little bit of flair. Yeah. Power food number three, deli sandwiches. If you've already made uh, proper power moves in your life by order and you own a panini press... I fucked all that up. Am I having a stroke? It's really hot in here. Now hop on down to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> grab yourself one of the ciabatta sandwiches. I prefer the turkey garlic pesto. The chicken artichoke gave me a case of the mud in the creek. <laughs> <laughs> Press that shit until crunchy and oozing, and you just added $6 in value to an already solid sandwich. 7-Eleven sandwiches are pretty good. I mean, they're fine, but he's right. If you throw it on a panini, right, that's it's a different game. Right, that's a that's an innovation. If you get, if you bring that home, kick it up a notch. Power food number four: don't buy nachos. And I love this Brooks because we've talked about this sort of thing. We've put it in two scripts. I yeah, think. maybe three. I think I put it. I put it in another one. I just wrote. Nachos will run you three ninety nine. A bag of chips is anywhere between a dollar twenty nine to a dollar eighty nine for a nacho size serving. The cheese chili usually goes for $1 if you're not buying their nachos or hot dogs. So save yourself a buck and load those Doritos as much as the counter person will let you. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I used to have... When I would go... So he's I, saying don't buy those those shitty dumb chips that they have. I totally agree. Buy a bag of nacho Doritos and just dump the shit in there. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Uh, I One time I went... I always used to get nachos on the way walking home from the bar in Iowa City. And uh, I would just load it. And the guy, at one time I got in a fight, he goes, that's two cheese. I go, there's one cheese. He goes, that is two cheese. I have to charge you two cheese. And I was like, that's a cheese. Yeah. So uh, he said, oh, oh, oh. Then when I come in, he goes, two cheese guy here. And I'd be like, I'm getting one two cheese. Two cheese guy. <laughs> yeah. You get as much as you want. Yeah. I, it was fitting in the cart- carton. I've made that into a, like a, a, it's soup a soup bowl. It's a, a soup. Yeah, I make, nacho, bowl I make of, nacho soup. Yeah, it's. Fucking, and it used to be free, and that was always my thing. Was like, 
free chili and cheese. It doesn't say you have to buy the nachos. It doesn't say you have to do anything. Yeah. All I see is a sign that says free chili and cheese. So why can't I bring my own fucking chips and just take your free shit? Because you said it's free. Well, yeah. Well, Power sk- food number five, bananas and condoms. What? I, <laughs> I haven't tried this one yet, but a kid came in and purchased this combo and seemed pretty jazzed about it. Although the condoms were a three pack and only and he only got one banana, he could have taken advantage of the two bananas for a dollar nineteen and really had himself a party. Also, the bananas already have peels, so not sure why he needed the Jimmy hats. To each his own, I guess. So, Scott's assuming that this guy bought a banana and some condoms to put the banana on the condom on the banana and uh, you know put it in his bud or or what have you. That is weird. I, that's not a power food. I don't think that's a power food. I just think Scott wanted to tell us about that one. I think Scott reached a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad he did. I'm not mad at it. Glad he did. Brooks, I'm very, very... So thank you so much to Scott. I mean, now you, you just opened up... You opened up a whole new level to Seven Eleven. I will do the pizza thing for sure. It sounds fun. Pizza like, thing for because sure. Because I just love the power move of, hey, I'm going to need to see that first yeah yeah i need the cheese what? first yeah yeah it's that's great you could hook up some chili and cheese on there too you could do it this is all this is all terrible for my diet but it's all wonderful news p-mail I've, uh, we've changed I, I i believe this is a suggestion from from uh, one of the daddies and i can't f- remember who said it or mentioned it. it could have been in a tweet or something but listener mail p-mail brooks it's perfect i like it p-mail um, Whoa! I never. I, I just put it together. You said it like four times before. I was like, instead of that's email, why I had to keep saying it before okay. I saw that your eyes glint. Like yeah, where yeah. You, I was you figured in, it out. I was in my head. It was just fantastic. Um, here's the thing with the listener mail or what we're calling P mail. It's like I want. I want people to have a voice. You know, we want this to be every. This is a show for everyone. I like when people join in. I like to see people creating and sharing. It makes me feel good. Me and Brooks like to make stuff. So if you like to make stuff. We think that's awesome. And we've seen some really great writing from people. The, the writing on your listener mail is impeccable. They've done really, really good job. Yeah, you can tell these are like dad boner readers who are who use some flair. And it's really it's really nice. Well, this one is called Cletus. Okay. Oh, and, and this is uh this will be near and dear to your heart, Brooks. Hey guys, really looking forward to the weekend. Oh man. My name is Dan, and I'm originally from eastern Iowa. Brooks, I've been to both the Crystal Lake Cave and the Field of Dreams, both underwhelming. Well, I mean, okay, if you listen to my podcast, I have a vendetta against this place called Crystal Lake Cave. It was my first Entry job Entry level ever had. with Brooks Wheeling. Yeah. You're going to hear a lot about this cave. I fucking hate this cave. I, I, I hate it so bad. But I will say, Field of Dreams, not... Not terrible when compared to the cave. I used to get to. We, I would <laughs> it's play, a baseball. I, field. I grew up playing baseball at the Field of Dreams. Sure. I built houses in Dyersville, which is where they. I built a house before I was fired in Dyersville. That ends up. Yeah, uh, where uh, where the Field of Dreams is, and uh, it's still there. Still there. The cave and the Field of Dreams are tourist traps, and they fight each other. It's great. Okay, I do fight, like, fight, either they're, way. They're fighting for uh, territory. Well, really what it is, is the cave hates the Field of Dreams and the Field of Dreams does well, so it doesn't mind the cave. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, right. it's, it's it will put up cave like, like you know how you Field walk in. Field of doesn't care about the fucking Crystal Lake cave. Yeah, if you walk into We're like, just if fine. you walk into a tourist place, they'll have like little pamphlets of other tourist places. Field of Dreams, you can get a cave tour guide, uh-huh. cave there. Cave, you they will, they will fucking scream at you if you mention um show of it's a show of weakness if you if you're talking about kevin costner they'll fucking throw you out of the cave continuing i'm writing to share some power moves from my grandfather cletus 
who I consider an OG power mover. I'll give you one selection of Cletus power moves. He lost his driver's license due to being overserved far too many times. Mind you, this was the 70s when you really had to try hard to get your <laughs> license revoked. That's fucking true, man. You drive around with beers in the 70s. No one gave a fuck. And was so he was chauffeured around by my five foot six grandmother for the rest of his life. They drove a 1979 Lincoln Continental town car that my grandmother would mangle on almost on a weekly basis because the car was the size of a studio apartment and she could barely see over the steering wheel. Once she, she once misjudged a turn at her house and scraped off half the car on a silo. How <laughs> Iowa is that? Yeah. Pretty fucking Iowa. That's like hitting a cow. And she didn't even feel the impact. <laughs> <laughs> she only found out after she got home, parked the car, and saw that half the car was ripped off. <laughs> Cletus quit drinking after he lost his license, and from that day forward, he only drank beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's so real. Oh, that's great. That's so fucking real. That's because I I kind of agree with that. If you just drink beer, like light beers, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's whiskey, as we talked about earlier, that I am not allowed to have. He had many sayings. One of which was, "You don't know shit from fat meat." <laughs> Still unsure what that means exactly, but I like it. Yeah, I say that to you, Brooks. Like you don't know shit from fat meat, Brooks. And then I'll be like, "You don't leave the house." That's true. <laughs> All right, maybe once a day. Once a day, I go to the grocery store. Sure. I'd like a job, but, you know, <laughs> it's just times, times have been tough lately. All right, let's keep going with the Cletus story. Yeah, let's, you know, know but now you got me all sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I, I love you, man. You're I good. Just, Everything's good. I can't go out of the house much. You, I don't have a job. You went to Palm Springs. You went swimming, Burns. Yeah, okay, let's get back to the P-mail and Cletus. Okay, I suppose. I'm going to have a drink of my cranberry juice cocktail, and then we'll get back What's to the story. What's in there? Is there booze in there? No, it's orange juice uh, and cranberry. Oh, I, I thought, mixed together myself, so it's a cocktail. I thought that you were... No, it's I, not a cocktail. I thought that you were just like sitting next to me drinking booze, and I was like, no. With that, quietly? No, no, no. I don't drink previous to the show. Uh, he would... He had many sayings, okay, shit from fat meat. He would also caution us against drinking any circus water, which was his term for dirty water, which we would ask what, when we would ask what circus water was, he would tell us it's the water they washed the elephants with. Cletus was from a family of 15 and had 12 kids, so I'm pretty sure I'm related to Brooks only because he was born in Iowa, and I'm automatically related to everyone in Iowa. Yeah, well, I'm my family's from Missouri, like all of my family, so I, I, don't, I doubt we're related. Nope. Tough. So so sad. Yeah. So sad for homies. You can't be related. Yeah, my family books. my family was in Missouri and they go, This is too happening. <clears throat> we gotta get to, we gotta slow it down. So we moved to Iowa. Next female. Bruce. All right. Just the title is just Bruce. Loyal Daddy here. My oh, friend I love loyal daddy. I like this daddy, one. I like this daddy one. Daddy that's given the points and like he's pemailing it all. Oh, that's a daddy move. I like this one a lot. My friend's dad, Bruce, had a power move, or at least a very reckless move, back when we were in ninth grade. <laughs> power moves can be reckless. He was recently divorced and did not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce volunteered to take us to a minor league baseball game. At our insistence, he let all three teenagers ride in the bed of the truck, except his kid. Bruce made his son sit in the cab with him so he could pour him the Michelob lights for the drive to the game. So the kid has to sit up there and play bartender. Oh, my gosh. The minor league game was about 60 miles away on the interstate. <laughs> our speed limit is 70. 
Oh, yeah. We went to the game while Bruce hit the local bar and continued to drink for nine innings. <laughs> oh, my God. He didn't even go in with them. <laughs> no. He followed, he's like, I'll take you kids to the game. And then, like, well, there's a bar over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His 15-year-old son drove us back with three-quarters of the teenagers in the cab and Bruce in the passenger seat ha- hammered blaring Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bruce, man. That's wild. That's that oh, so real, man. That is. You can nuts. smell that. You I can mean, smell that one. You can tell how far away from civilization this guy grew up where they had to drive 60... Like, our nearest minor league team was in, like, Davenport. So uh-huh. that would be, like, two hours away. In like going to a real professional sports team out of the fucking question. Yeah, it, That's Chicago. You're going to get murdered there, according to my family. And I just loved like trash dad moves from the 80s or 90s like that. Like I remember being a little kid and we, like 12, 13, and we get dropped off at Fashion Square Mall in Saginaw, Michigan. And we'd spend five, six hours there going to Taco Bell and peeping babes. And then parents would come pick us up like my buddy's parents just drinking a tall boy. Oh, that's great. In the middle of the city. Like, it's not like we're on the country. We're in the middle of the city, openly drinking a beer in the car. Like, not looking out for cops, just drinking a beer. Like, that's fine. It's totally, it's totally chill. It's totally chill in a small town. We got one. Uh, a particular... This is a new one. This is a new one. A particularly feminine power move. So, a little okay. from the female daddies out there. Oh, we got a, we got a lady daddy. Got to give them a voice, man. Lady daddy. We love, appreciate the lady daddy. Very much appreciate it. I love, I love, I love that. I love, like, it's for everybody. Lady daddy, though. Daddy daddy. Before we get into this, some loose background. This happens at the university that got the original formulation of Four Loco banned in the state of Washington. I was a 20-year-old senior in college. Thanks to a program that lets you do community college during high school, I was on track to graduate early from school, meaning that I wouldn't have the experience of college bars, but I did frequent a good amount of house parties for lack of better options. Halloween weekend was a treasure trove for poor decisions, walking up and down the street and erroneously calling cabs that were the size of minivans. Realizing that this was the last year where I could go out for a college Halloween, I planned my costume far ahead of time. I was going to pull something off that went far beyond the reach of sexy cats and devil horn headbands. I was going to be a Hooters girl. Fuck yeah. Love Hooters. So delicious. Up shrimps. I ordered a Hooters tank online, curled my hair, stuffed my bra, and slathered my body in fake tanner. So I was Sounds kind of like Trump. So I was a... Well... <laughs> So I was a Trump-esque shade of oh, orange. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> See, the daddies get it. Uh-huh. I was going all fucking out. After leaving a pregame where my sister effectively puked on herself and her friends are threatening to call the cops because they think the edible they took was laced. Yeah, that's what you do. You call the cops because the edible's laced. The drugs I bought are bad. <laughs> I hopped in an Uber and rode to a party with friends. You know, responsible older sister stuff. People kept on asking me if the costume was a real uniform, if I really worked there, so I felt as if my mission was accomplished. I'd become the hot girl at the party. Cool. Good for you. Yeah, that's a daddy move. This is a hot daddy. Naturally, you party hop, and we ended up across the street at a house where I knew nobody. Drunk, I make friends, but not the kind of friends that watch out for you when you start to hear the word cops. Naturally, the cops show up after too many drunk white guys start screaming to buy you a drink as loud as they possibly can. (laughs) Sounds pretty funny. Oh, man. I make my way back to the backyard and consider hopping the fence, but one of the owners of the house, the guy throwing the house party, is trying 
to be real slick. He mentions that he's 22, that he should be able to just walk me to the street if the cops stop me. He's over 21 and can deal with them. It's a real big excuse to chat up and flirt with a girl with a pair of orange spandex shorts riding up her ass, but I accept because I'm not trying to get a MIP. Was that a minor in possession? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call him Paula in Iowa. Never, possession of alcohol under the legal age. Never got one of those. Ooh, ooh, I got ooh. one. You only got one? I can well, picture you getting like five. Well, I shotgunned a beer behind a dorm, uh, but then I got uh, public intox. <laughs> uh, on Halloween, dressed as LAG. Nice. I said, it's because I'm black, ain't it? As we head out of the house and onto the street, the second we step on the sidewalk, the cops stop us and ask what's going on. The cop then promptly tells the guy that he's violating an open container by carrying his beer on the sidewalk. And without breaking my stride, I walk back across the street to my friend's house and park there for a good hour. I did, do not say goodbye to him. I do not stick around for the cop to ask questions about what I'm possibly doing, leaving a Halloween party sweaty and smelling like Jaeger bombs. I absolutely book it across the street, my legs freezing but my hair bouncing in the Hooters way. This poor guy ended up with not only a noise ordinance from the city that was like 600 bucks, but also a ticket for violating the open container law. That's solid. I mean, yeah, that's, that's sounds, solid. That's I a mean, big, good, long story. Good, long story. It sounds like a little too long. It sounds like almost every day I had in college. Yeah, this absolutely. Is, this is like every day. See, that's the thing is like, I hear people uh, tell you a story like this and they're like, well, I hadn't really partied that much and this was my last chance. And then for me to hear that, I'm like, that seems like that's like a day I thought I behaved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I was here's a here's did I go a, to class that day? <laughs> here's a power move from somebody else. The only time I got in a fight, I got knocked out. Uh, <laughs> Brooks it, is zero and one. Uh, well, no, then I fought him later and won. Uh, but that's I, I, the only time I'll ever be in a fight. I felt terrible. I felt terrible about it. But I was dressed like the McPoyles. This is a Halloween story, and the McPoyles are our, my favorite. It's always sunny characters, and I kept telling uh -huh. people to bump it. And being all weird and drinking white Russians. And then when they'd go to bump it, I'd do like a snake bite on their hand and I'd go, I tricked you. And I kept doing it to this one guy I didn't know. And he said, I don't play games with strangers. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bump it again. And then I did to him again. I go, I tricked you twice. And he goes, if you do it again, I'm going to punch you in the face. And I go, I won't. I won't. And then he goes to bump it. I do it. He knocks me out immediately. Just one punch, I'm out. Mm -hmm. And then I get up and I go, you sucker punched me. And then my best friend Steve goes, eh, he said he's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so that guy had a solid power move of like, don't do it. I'm going to punch you in the face. And I was like, I won't. Did it. Punch me in the face. <laughs> I deserved it completely. And I do not uh, fuck with strangers anymore. Man, I bet Big Toilet loved that part. Oh, that man. Story. Yeah, I was just like woke up and I was like, you sucker punched me. And everyone's like, no, no, he didn't. He said he was going to do that. Power move to that man let's get into some power grooves brooke brooks what are you jamming on this week baby you know i'm reading that springsteen uh autobiography you're, re you're reading power grooves i am yeah. but i'm saying he talked about how the river the song the river is about his older sister who got pregnant yes and they had to like you know go straight into working in the factory i i, he, I did not know that that was based on his sister so i've been just blasting the river knowing the real backstory so the river by springsteen it's i know it's kind of it's not exotic but you know what it's really great it's nice when you read read about music that you like and it gives you a new perception and insight into it and you know i primarily read rock biographies yeah just because i just i i love and you brooks you do this as well i love to jot down names of the songs from the thing from the book or mm -hmm. or start making playlists yeah. out of well there's the, my favorite book i've read as of late is called meet me in the bathroom which is about the uh 
the um, I think we talk about this every single episode. But I'm just saying, there, there's a Spotify playlist, Meet Me in the Bathroom, where each song that's mentioned is on there. So in the you, order? In the order. So while you're reading the book, you listen to the playlist, and you, it's like they mention enough songs that you can kind of stay up with the playlist. It's super great. Highly recommend. Highly okay. recommend doing that with any artist you like. All right. What's your power tune? My, my power tune of the week is Cross My Heart by Esham off his 1989 debut, Boomin' Words from Hell. Uh, Esham is a... Uh, Isham's a dude who basically invented what he calls acid rap. Uh, it's really fucking scary because, you know, in 1989, this is a 16-year-old kid. He's only 16 when he puts this record out. And it's, it's coming out of the crack era in Detroit. Detroit is very, very scary at that time. And this song is also very fucking gnarly and you can hear it in the music like when when i was a kid we had one copy of the original red tape there were different versions of this but we had one that was called the red tape it was actually a a uh, solid red cassette and it was held together with scotch tape and and it would make you scared to listen to esham so you and then he put out uh, a couple eps after that homie don't play and erotic poetry and those would get passed around because you had to go to like uh, sometimes you had to go into a scary area of town to buy them from a record store. But uh, for your weekend, if you want to get real gnarly and you got a good system in your car or some solid headphones that can really rock that bass, I implore you to go out and listen to Cross My Heart by Esham, E-S-H-A-M, Eastside Hose and Money. All right, well, I'll check that one out. I'm sure you'll be jamming that one, Brooks. Yeah, you know that's, me. That's not up your alley. You know alley. me and my acid rap. That is not up your alley. Uh, no, but I'm not against it. I'm no. Not no. against it at all. Yeah, I, you know, I remember one more story real quick that, that you can tell me whether this was a power move or not. Mm-hmm. I was at a party that the college story made me think of it. I was at a party. They had jungle juice, uh, but they had it in a garbage can. Yes. And uh, I was like, people were drinking out of it. Right. And I was like, the fuck is this? And they were like, we just bought it. It's a new garbage can. And I was like, I don't care. I don't they don't trust it. They don't wash garbage cans to eat out of. <laughs> but people are still sticking a, sticking a fucking ladle in there. So I was like, this is gross. This is disgusting. Uh, I, it was so frustrating. And just the word jungle juice with garbage juice. Because now I'm thinking about garbage juice that's oh. in the bottom of the can, like when a bag leaks. and It wasn't. There was no bag in it. <gasps> it was just in the no, garbage can. It no. was the worst thing ever. <clears throat> It was the worst thing ever. It was on my birthday, I remember, because my college girlfriend had taken me to Red Lobster. I ended up drinking the Jungle Sounds Juice. Sounds like a very chill babe. Oh, she's great. And uh, then I ended up throwing up, um, and she was like, all the Red Lobster. <laughs> Pretty solid. <laughs> you wasted the Red Lobster. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you wasted the Red Lobster. I was like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Brooks, it's been a delight. Brooks, Always th- fun. Thank you for sharing. Uh, check out Entry Level with Brooks Whelan. Yeah, come see me in St. Louis whoop, whoop. or Dallas, Texas or Lincoln, Nebraska Go or up. Oxnard, California or Tallahassee, uh, Florida. I'll be in all those places in the next five weekends. Cruise up to Brooks. Give him say say what's up, Daddy. Yeah, give him you make him make him smile. He's out of town by himself. He needs someone to hang out. Yeah, with. If, you, if you listen to this podcast, I want to hang out with you. Also, let him know how to get their uh, p emails. Oh, you send your p mail. You got a power move. Go ahead and send it to Power Moves with Mike Burns at Gmail, and we'll uh, try and uh, we'll, we'll hash out some of them. We have so many now, and it's been so popular that we're going to eventually have to start doing some bonus episodes, which are all just because I, I don't want people to be left out, and I don't want you to feel bad if I don't put it on the air. There are just certain things that me and Brooks will know will work, 
But guarantee, but, but I guarantee we both do, will read them anyway. We'll do a we'll do a bonus episode and we'll really dissect them. We'll take more time with them. So let's wrap it up with a little song from our friend Rich O'Toole. Uh, uh, Rich is generous enough to let us uh, play his tunes on the show, and and you know what? I, I'm trying to play more, you know, uh, common man like like music music artists on the end of the program people that 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 deserve that are trying to trying to make creative material and content out put it out into the world that's richard tool's a cool motherfucker richard tool's a cool motherfucker so um yeah we're gonna try and do more of that so let's listen to one of my favorites from rich too good to call fuck you big toilet really looking forward to the weekend you guys I get it, I probably wasn't the best boyfriend you could have had But I gave 100%, I was even friends with your dad We split up and went our separate ways, promised to be friends But that was over a year ago, I haven't heard from you again, yeah Were you really too good to call? Did you really give a fuck at all?
Oh